Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. All right, let's party again here. Uh, Mike Kapler, my name. I am the Cap with the Breeze Man, Joel Brzezinski. And the Growing in Grace podcast is on the air, online, on your device. I don't know. It's out there. Joel, Joel, we're out there. Uh, how you doing? Hey, yeah, we're out there. If you're looking for a grace party, indeed, we're the we're the place to come to. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can find growingingrace.org, of course, on uh, any device that you have. And you can find the podcast. It's on uh, iTunes, or I guess now nowadays, and for quite some time, I guess, they've been calling it Apple Podcasts. I've, I've been calling it iTunes but I realized it's actually Apple Podcasts and uh, Google Play Music. You can find us there and really get any app that you can look at, uh, listen to podcasts on and just search for Growing in Grace and you will find ours that way. So that's the that's the way to get a hold. It, it, if you'd like to get a hold of us too, we love hearing from people. Find the email address, contact information at growingingrace.org. Cap, I know that you are on kind of a high today as we record today. Cap was a preacher man this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Got to preach two full services. Uh, basically, the topic of the difference between the covenants. Something that we've talked about here and there <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> basically, you just took that fire hose and just sprayed it all over those people there with the gospel of <laughs> grace. <laughs> the difference of, between the two covenants. And so, yeah, uh, you and I'll I probably, could probably, yeah. Uh, we could probably do a podcast on on just on what happened this morning. Um, <laughs> it was it was a, a great experience, and I, I'm thankful to uh, Pastor Dan over at Heartland Vineyard who allowed me to do it because it was what you just said. It was a fire hose. It was a uh, for baseball fans. It was a 95 mile per hour fastball. It was the whole newspaper. And I was trying to cram it into about a half hour. So you can imagine, especially when some of this was going to be a little bit unfamiliar for a lot of people, how how this could have been a bit of a shell shock situation for, for certain individuals anyway. But I think it went okay. Um, I'm sure there was a lot there to digest. Um, I wish I could have shared more on certain things, you know, and I warned people ahead of time, Joel, because... Uh, uh, sometimes you can only give the headlines and, and you can't always expound on everything, especially considering that much of this stuff has taken me, you know, almost a quarter of a century to, to grow into and understand. And I still feel like I'm only scratching the surface. So it was fun. And thank you, sir, for being there and being one of my cheerleaders. <laughs> yep. I left the pom-poms at home, but I was happy to be there cheering you on. <laughs> you looked great in that dress. Yeah. Well, I do what I can. <laughs> to help you. <laughs> Which wasn't much, actually, I'm going to be honest. Um, no, he didn't really wear a dress just for those who yeah. took it seriously. Yeah, don't, I don't, I don't. You might be a first-time listener. <laughs> There's a lot I mean, in the I, world we, we, I'm we tuning into here. We better, we better clarify when we're joking around. <laughs> yeah, some people, I think we've talked about this before, sometimes I have such a straight face <laughs> when I'm trying to be funny. And uh, 
sometimes it doesn't come across as funny. Sometimes it's because it's not funny, but other times it's because I say it with a straight face and people don't know if I'm joking or not <laughs> when, when I'm joking. But um, well, we love to laugh, and um, yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I have, sometimes people can't tell when I'm being serious or not because I do have a serious side. It's actually my left side, but that's another story. <laughs> well, our good friend Ralph Harris. When I interviewed him several years ago on the Growing in Grace Together podcast, uh, which is kind of a supplement that I haven't done for quite some time on this podcast. But anyway, he he talked about how he is um, he could be uh, shallow as a puddle and deep as a well all within the space of about 10 seconds. (laughs) 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 And that's true about him and about you and me, too. Yeah, well, that's for sure. I mean, yeah. Um, and by the way, just to give Ralph a plug, I, I just read his book recently, uh, Life According to Perfect. Oh, mm-hmm. I haven't read that's that a, yet. Yeah, you, you know, we, we talk about my book, Joel, Clash of the Covenants. Some people might view it as more of a theological book, but it's a very simple book because I'm not a theologian. Ralph's book, you know, it's a different twist. It's it's a story. All right, it's a story, and it's it's very short and it's very simple. Almost so simple, it, it almost went over my head. But then hmm. I figured out, hey, I, I get what he's saying. Huh. So I'm saying I don't want to give anything away. I'm just saying if, if you're looking for a, a, a short, good, easy, grace-type book to read that's you know not just your typical Christian teaching book, um, then that might be a good one to consider. Cool. Awesome. Well, one thing that you brought up this morning when you were preaching, when you were being the preacher man— leads into something that we're going to be talking about today. As you were talking about the two covenants, uh, you brought up something from 2 Corinthians 3, and uh, that's, again, something that we've talked a lot about on this podcast in the past, too. It's a it's a go-to chapter for us. We really love the, the truths that Paul talks about in here, and it's one of those that you have to pay attention to the context and um, without getting into the whole passage there, Paul talks about how the people he's writing to are an epistle of Christ um, ministered by us, written not with ink, but by the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of flesh. And he's talking about their hearts. And he says, we have such trust through Christ toward God, not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God, who also made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. And something that I have picked up on in the past from other people, something that I've heard, pe- how I've heard people interpreting that passage there is a little off to me, or it's quite off to me. And, and, and what, I, what I'm talking about is when Paul says, not of the letter, but of the Spirit, for the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life, people kind of add into this, or they act as if it's implying something that it's not really implying there. What they'll say is, not of the letter of the law, they'll add, but the Spirit of the law. For the letter of the law kills, but the spirit of the law gives life. Again, they're adding that in there, and it's not actually in there. Paul is not talking about the spirit of the law versus the letter of the law. What they'll say is that, well, 
if you try to live by the letter of the law, like live by the law perfectly, of course it's going to kill. So we need to live by the spirit of the law. And then I've heard people define that in in, in many different ways. But either way, <laughs> I think their definition uh, is made up because it's not really there. So what do you think about that? I'm with you. I mean, you posted something on this about uh, the spirit of the law on social media, and it caught my attention. I don't usually look at what you post. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm feeling very but, insecure now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that one, I mean, that one jumped out at me. I mean, I, I totally relate to almost everything you post, and it's just sort of like, I mean, you and I are so much on the same page with things, but this was kind of a, a thing that caught my eye. And it's one of those things that, theologians love to throw out there. And, you know, I, I've never really even thought that much about it. It's one of those things I, I haven't really heard that much about. Um, I, but I did some quick searches, not any detailed, extensive research, but I began to see some of this theological, I, I call it theological mumbo-jumbo. It's just, theolo oh, Joel, while I'm talking right now, if people can picture this, I can feel myself my, my, as soon as I start talking about theologians, and, and I, don't mean to, I don't mean to sound mean. I don't mean to sound cruel. It's just that <laughs> I, I, I'm slumping forward right now and my shoulders are sagging just <laughs> thinking about it. Um, because I understand. They, there's a lot of double talk out there. And, and it's no wonder sometimes when people hear ministers talk based on this educational theological thing that they've received and – it gets passed on to others, and they, they, these mindsets, they get very complicated. They use this ambiguous language, uh, c confusing words, and it just becomes complicated. No wonder people sometimes just don't want to pick up their Bible. It's just too hard to follow. It's too hmm. hard to follow. And, and, and this is just another one of those made-up phrases. There's a lot of Christian talking points out there. Uh, I guess the spirit of the law is one of them, at least in the, the ministry community. And and they'll tr and they're pretty consistent, by the way, at using some other scriptures out of context and applying them to a, another verse. So, so we have a verse here and a verse there and a verse there, and they kind of tie it together, and they they they'll make it sound like it is making sense, and people will buy into it. You know, they'll they'll make it look like a, a nice. Christian package with sprinkles on it and frosting, and then when people bite into it, they find out there's a hook in there. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. And so one of the uh, trails that follows the spirit of the law stuff that's made up, <clears throat> one of the things you'll find along the trail is that we've become spiritual Jews. Mm -hmm. They'll kind of dip into Romans 2 on that one, maybe some other places too. Uh, Joel, maybe this is something we, we have talked about in the past. I mean, we've been doing this for nearly 14 years now. I would imagine we've, we've talked about a lot of things, but we're really, you know, we're not engrafted Jews. That That's misleading. And there's a couple different passages where people will pull that out, but it's misleading. Uh, it, Paul wrote that there really is no longer Jew or Gentile in Christ. These two groups of people, Jews and Gentiles, were once separated by a dividing wall. You know what that was? It was the law of commandments with ordinances that, that came from that law from the first covenant. Jesus tore the barrier or the wall down, and the two became one. They became like one man, 
but we're we're one in Christ, you see, where the two came together. There is no longer Jew or Gentile. What was dividing the two was taken away and and, and nailed to the cross. And so, um, yeah, it was, I'm, I'm going to let you wrap this up here because uh, I know we took some time uh, sharing some other things at the beginning of the podcast, but we're coming toward the end here. Yeah, I think that's, that's exactly true what you're bringing up, that out of this um, letter of the law versus spirit of the law thing, other verses come along with that, like you say, from these uh, theologians and ministers and you know people who who like to teach this stuff that that we're spiritual jews but like you say in christ there was one new man and we were both jew and gentile were put into that one new man as as a new thing it's not the old it's not it's not a jewish thing it's not a gentile thing it's a brand new thing and under this new thing uh we don't keep the law we don't break the law either. Something, again, you said this morning in church was that um, dead people don't keep laws, and they don't break laws. And in Christ, we were we died, and then we were made alive into this and brought together into this new man. Uh, there's more that we can say about all of this because um, I, I looked in several different versions of the Bible. I did a, a search for there. There's, there's no such phrase in the Bible as spirit of the law. And so uh, we can maybe talk some more about that and maybe this other stuff that you brought up, too. We'll see where we go next week right here on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various Internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.